Hello and God morning, August 20th. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to Finland. Oh my God. I forgot to mention that Finland is praying with us, and I'm so glad that you are. So thank you. I listed the countries yesterday um, that are part of this podcast, and I don't want to leave anybody out. So thank you, Lord, for that reminder. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Let us pray. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind, thy will not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know, but when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Stay with us. Here's a quick ad about Pray With Me. Okay, welcome back. I tell you, um, every day is just another trial sometimes. Um, But anyway, I'm going through a little something. And as any smart Christian does, um, I went to the Bible 
to seek understanding and comfort. And here's what I found. It says how God uses adversity to get our attention. Any instructor will tell you that the first goal of a teacher is to raise a student's interest. You can't teach someone who isn't paying attention. Just so the Lord sometimes uses adversity in our lives to cause us to focus on him in a new way. That's exactly what happened to Saul of Tarsus as he traveled to Damascus, where he intended to bring great persecution upon the Christians in that city. Scripture tells us that Saul was breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord. It seemed that his cruel mission nearly consumed him. But God got Saul's attention in a way he never expected. He sent him crashing to the ground with a blazing light and instructed him to enter the city and wait there for instructions. When he opened his eyes, he found himself blind and he had to ask others to lead him by the hand into the city. Saul definitely received a wake-up call from the Lord that day. In one stunning moment, God gained Saul's undivided attention, striking him with the adversity of blindness and humbling him in in front of his traveling companions. The Lord had Saul exactly where he wanted him. Saul felt more than ready to listen when the Lord asked, Why are you persecuting me? Up to that point, Saul had no idea he was dishonoring God. In fact, he thought he was serving the Lord by ridding the world of Christians. A period of intense adversity resulted in a complete turnaround for Saul. Within a matter of days, he was proclaiming Jesus in the synagogues. The Lord got Saul's full attention on the Damascus road and he used the temporary blindness and humiliation to transform the zealous Pharisee named Saul into the powerful apostle and missionary named Paul who spread the gospel and planted churches across the Roman world. God knew exactly what he was doing when he saved Paul. And he knows what he is doing in your life through the afflictions you are facing. Never delay in responding to his call. When he allows difficulties in your life, seek him. Give him your full attention. Respond to his commands quickly and humbly and listen for what he has to say to you. You will never regret giving your heart and life to the Savior. Amen. Amen. And reading further in the Bible, it says, Worship as you work. After Jesus raised her brother Lazarus from the dead, Martha finally understood the awesome power of Christ. She knew that nothing she could do would ever honor him sufficiently, yet, She also realized that he would gladly receive anything done for him out of a heart of genuine devotion. 
God invites you to use your gifts to express praise to him, especially if you use them with a grateful, joyful heart. If, however, they become your avenue for seeking acceptance and prestige, as with Martha at the beginning, then they can become a source of bitterness and resentment. Your actions can either proclaim Christ or seek your own advancement. You can use your talents with an attitude of praise or an attitude of self-promotion. As you express your gifts today, consider your testimony. Will you serve out of praise to him? Will you choose work or worship? Amen. And still in the Bible, my Charles F. Stanley Life Principles Bible, it says, From Doubt to Faith. John 20, 24. The name Thomas is the Hebrew equivalent of the Greek name Didymus, which means twin. Thomas reminds us of the similarities between doubt and faith. Both originate from the same place, a confrontation with the unknown. Doubt concedes defeat while faith claims the victory. When Jesus appeared to Thomas, hope became reality. The resurrection renewed his confidence in God and motivated him to spend the rest of his life proclaiming the certainty of the risen Christ. Tradition holds that Thomas spread the gospel to India and helped dispel others' disbelief about the resurrection. If uncertainties have smothered your confidence in the Lord, remember his power so evident in the empty tomb. The crucifixion was not the end of the story, and neither is the trial you face. Choose the path of faith, and declare that triumph lies just ahead. Allow Jesus' resurrection to strengthen your hope, renew your certainty, and be your greatest victory. Amen. The Bible gives us our strength, our wisdom, our comfort. Stay with me. I'm going to come back with some more beautiful prayers. Amen. And now prayers from the wilderness, a meditation of comfort. Close your eyes, bow your head, pray with me. Father, my spirit is often burdened. I watch my loved ones suffer in agony and I am helpless but I know you are the rock and fortress that transforms sorrow into joy. As I walk through this experience, bring people into my life that bless me with comfort and laughter. Let their hearts be overflowing with a contagious spirit of compassion and love. Let them recognize my need for assistance, silence and peace without me voicing a word and let them offer it freely. 
Give them the wisdom to understand and not question. Keep those who want to observe, judge, and interview me about my problems from entering into my home and my spirit. Put everyone in my home in, on one accord. Let your peace invade and change the atmosphere. Position angels of mercy and grace in every room. Put your words in our hearts and cause them to flow from our mouths, strengthening each other from day to day. Father, let the spirit of humility govern my heart. Open my eyes to see you in this situation. Penetrate any unkindness and lack of gratitude that may intrude into my being. Bless me with an attitude of love and help me to know you provide me with hands of assistance to lighten my load. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Psalm 86 says, Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the voice of my supplications. In the day of my trouble, I will call upon you, for you will answer me. Matthew eleven twenty eight says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. James 4, 6 says, But he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. 1 Peter 5. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. Amen. And now God's promises day by day. There is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. Somewhere, sometime, somehow, you got tangled up in garbage and you've been avoiding God. You've allowed a veil of guilt to come between you and your father. You wonder if you could ever feel close to God again. God welcomes you. God is not avoiding you. God is not resisting you. The door is wide open and God invites you in. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be back with daily devotions. Stay there. And now commanding your morning, a daily devotional. Preparation meets opportunity. The greatest value of our lives comes from what we do with our time and the only time we really have control over 
is the current moment. There are no overnight successes, only people whose preparation met God-given opportunity. When the opportunities and favor in our lives come from the Lord, the preparation is up to us. Bow your head. Father, you are equipping me with not only supernatural gifts and abilities, but also character. My life will bring you glory because I've waited for your preparation to be complete. I confess today that the fruit of the Spirit characterized my life. You have divine appointments and opportunities lined up for me today, and I am working in perfect harmony with your plan. I will be in the right place at the right time with all of the right relationships and resources I need because you have called me and anointed me with purpose. In the name of Jesus, amen. And here's a prayer to share the life of Jesus. Loving Father, faith in your word is the way to wisdom. Help me to think about your divine plan and that I may grow in truth. Open my eyes to your deeds, my ears to the sound of your call, so that my every act may help me share in the life of Jesus. Give me the grace to live the example of the love Jesus, the love of Jesus, which I celebrate and see in the gospel. Form in me the likeness of your Son and deepen his life within me. Amen. God's way day by day. Foundation of faith. Romans 5.1 says, Having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. There is only one way to experience an abiding peace that transcends circumstances. The answer is by faith. By faith, we ask and then trust God to be present in our lives. It is as though we have put a sum of money in the bank and by faith, we write checks because we know that the funds are already deposited and are there to cover our withdrawals. We have asked God to accept and forgive us and to be present in our lives with his abiding peace. And then we go out and live expecting him to do the very thing we trust him to do. The foundation for living in God's peace is faith. Amen. And God's purpose for your life says, The Father awaits. This son of mine was dead and has come to life again, is Luke 15. The Lord's attitude towards you can be seen through the Father in the parable of the prodigal son. Perhaps you remember this story about a young man who asked his father for his share of the inheritance. The young man left home, wasted his money, and found himself in deep destitution. The father in the parable never gave up on his son 
just as your heavenly Father never gives up on you. Yes, God's heart is grieved when you turn away from Him, but your departure saddens Him because He understands that sin can only lead you to increasing delusionment and despair. So like the father in the story, he watches and waits for you to realize what you're doing isn't working. Eventually, when the prodigal returned home, the father saw him and ran to meet him. In the same way, the heavenly father forgives and welcomes you home when you repent for your sin and return to him. And because of your father's great love, you still have a future. So don't continue to make the same mistakes by demanding your own way. Instead, run into his arms, accept his mercy, and acknowledge that his path for you is best. Jesus, I repent and return to you. Thank you for receiving me with open arms. Amen. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you that made donations to anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. Um, truly, truly, truly appreciate it. And I pray that God blesses you immediately. I'll see you tomorrow. Come back so we can continue to pray. Have a beautiful day. Bye for now.